1: Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio.
2: Well, after a seven-year hiatus, Dimitri Moraitis is back with us, co-founder and spiritual director of the Spiritual Arts Institute. Dimitri has been instrumental in bringing Spiritual Arts Institute to the place that it is today as a premier metaphysical school. With Barbara Martin, he is the co-author of a number of international bestsellers, Change Your Aura, Change Your Life, Communing with the Divine Karma and Reincarnation, The Healing Power of Your Aura, in the newest book called Heaven and Your Spiritual Evolution. He is a very eloquent speaker, as you'll find out, on a wide variety of spiritual topics. Has lectured around the country, appeared on numerous programs and media shows, and leads the workshops and training classes offered at the Institute with Barbara. Dimitri, welcome back. Way too long. How have you Hello. been?
3: Oh, I've been good. It's really nice to be on your show again. Good to hear your voice. I'm
2: looking forward to this. Is there a heaven? I bet there is.
3: Oh my gosh! Thank God, huh? Yeah,
2: absolutely.
3: <laughs> yeah, there has to be something to aspire to, and I know some people think it's wishful thinking, and you know, it's how we deal with the ambiguities of our life. But every mystical tradition has actually talked about a greater beyond and another side, and. You know, even traditions that you may think don't talk so much about it, like Buddhism, they they do, actually. It's just not as emphasized as other aspects of their teachings. So it's been part of every tradition. Of course, people have had experiences with it. And as you know, with Barbara, a lot of in the books are from her own experiences. And so we try to share that this is something real, <clears throat> and it's something for everyone. It, it's um, We're all aspiring to it, and the book is called heaven and your spiritual evolution so what we actually say is you don't go to heaven you grow to heaven it's an evolutionary process and we're all part of that process
2: how quickly when one dies do they get to those pearly gates
3: <laughs> i wish it was fast yeah. um, but you know here's and you know the first time we were on your show we talked about karma and reincarnation i i still remember that experience vividly and, um, the idea is that it takes more than one lifetime to get there. Because if you think of Earth like a school and our laps on Earth, our incarnations are sort of like grades in school, we, we, you know, hopefully our next life is better than the one before and we're, we're eventually kind of climbing up that spiritual ladder and then we earn the ranks of heaven. But, but the idea is there's just too much to learn in life to get it all in one lifetime. Um, so you come back multiple times as part of this grand evolutionary process and everything you do matters it's part of the journey it's part of the learning experience and eventually gets you to that those higher realms and of course there are many stages there you don't go from here just to heaven the bible talks about you know in my father's house are many mansions so there are many stages of development there levels of consciousness but they're actual real places that you can be part of
2: and you don't have to be particularly religious to get to heaven do you
3: No it's it's not a it's not you know the religions honor it but it's not a religious it's where you are in your heart you know there are people as barb would say they go to church on sunday and they're cheating their partners on monday you know, you, you have to live the laws, right? You have to live the spiritual life. And there are right. people that are living a very spiritual life. They just don't necessarily use that word. And they're, they're developing themselves. They're doing very well. So it's where your heart is. It's Are you really trying to better yourself? Are you really trying to contribute to the world? You know, they say, leave the world better than the way you found it, right? And hopefully we're all doing that. But you also want to leave the world... In a higher level of consciousness than when you started so that you really finish and you say, yeah, you know, I learned something, you know, I'm not the same person as when I started on my, in this life.
2: When you got to this journey, was there a specific thing that got you down this path?
3: Oh, definitely. Um, I came to California and the Los Angeles area and for motion pictures and, you know, and television and actually it was it was going well, you know, um, and I was having though I didn't even know about metaphysics at that time. And I mean, Demetrium, I'm, I'm Greek Orthodox by birth, yeah, but um, it was more cultural, let's put it that way, you know, uh, than religious. So I wasn't anti-religion. I wasn't extremely into it. And again, the word metaphysics hadn't even crossed my mind. But I was having these, you know, experiences. I called them my inspiration moments. They came without any control. They were definitely heightened states of awareness and insights. And it was just a beautiful feeling. And they got so strong, I had what I call my Saul in the road to Damascus moment. It was definitely a very strong spiritual awakening. But even then, I didn't know exactly what it was. And then when I realized it was metaphysics, I, I, that was it. I, I realized it's like falling in love and realizing this is the love of my life. And I, I couldn't look back. And about a year later, I met Barbara at a at a dinner party. And, um, you know, that night, after talking with her, I realized, wow, I found my spiritual teacher. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. And then we started, you know, she taught me right away. But then we also both loved to write, so we started writing. And I didn't realize she was starting to groom me to eventually, you know, we're a generation apart to kind of, you know, follow, keep the tradition going, you know. Uh, So right now she's not on the public platform anymore, but we're still writing and we're still working on things together. So it's been a real joy to do this journey.
2: About a year ago, Ray Liotta died on us, the great actor. You know that name. Oh, oh yeah, sure. And I, and I wanted to ask you, he died in his sleep. When somebody dies, specifically in their sleep, what's the transition like? Kind of take us through that. So he's he's in bed. His heart stops, obviously. He dies. But what happens? What is he going through?
3: Right. It's a nice way to go, right? Gentle. <laughs>
2: That's the best way to go, yeah, really. I, really.
3: I, I love Woody Allen's line, you know, I'm not afraid of dying. I just don't want to be there when it happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but generally, what a lot of it has to do with where you are in your consciousness before you die. For example, if you really believe it's womb to tomb, there's nothing beyond. You're just a bunch of atoms, you know. You're lucky, if, you know, if you're just living okay life, and that's the end of it. Your mind is so focused on the earth plane, as they would say. Sometimes those people don't even cross over; they end up being earthbound spirits, and those are the ghosts that we. They're not really ghosts. I mean, we call them ghosts because they kind of look like apparitions, but they are um, they're people that are so focused, either through a tragedy or something, they can't shake the earth vibration. I mean, I had experience with an earthbound spirit when I moved into a house I was living in. It was a probate house. And the gentleman that had lived there before died of Agent Orange, remember, from the Vietnam War era. And first night I'm sleeping there, you know, I wake up early in the morning and I see two hands trying to choke me. Jeez. Thinking, wow, this is one crazy dream. But it wasn't a dream. I was wide awake, you know. And it was him. He didn't know He died. And he thought I was an intruder in his house. He was trying to protect his property. And it was like three days of prayer to communicate to him, you're not, you know, you're not of the physical life anymore. It's time to go home. It's time to go to your spiritual home. So it's really a good idea to study things like the afterlife, because when it is your time to go home, whether you're Ray Liotta or, again, I don't know what his personal beliefs were, but... What happens is they do take you to the other side. You do go to this place where basically they tell you 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 passed on, and again some have a hard time even there because it feels so real, and they think I'm not I'm not dead. I'm talking to you, and you're talking to me. You know, and then when they realize they're not where they think they are, they can go into a bit of shock.
2: Sure. I mean, do you think he literally walked out of his body that was dead in bed?
3: Oh, I, it sounds like, you know, that his was a smooth transition. That, you know, the the, the angels do take you home. It, that really does happen. And it sounds like in his case, he was ready to go for You know, there is a, you know, every, they say every hair on their head is counted. You know, there is a time for our death, uh, our transition. It can happen prematurely. You know, of course, we can accidentally fall off a cliff or something and sure. die before our
2: time Ch- children die it's it's yeah yeah you know mountains. it
3: can happen, but there is a time and it sounds like from what you're saying you know that that was his time so what they do is they take him to usually there's like these healing places now he probably didn't need to go there a long time unless he was very sick but if you've gone through protracted illnesses your astral body is disturbed and they have to they have to heal it and then you are given that opportunity to, to come back and sort of visit Earth, um, to sort of say your goodbyes. It's not the only time you could come back, but it's sort of a, a formal process. Not everybody takes it, but, but many do. And of course, they don't see you, but you can kind of see how you left the world, right? And obviously, if you, you know, left in a pretty good place and, wow, well, my family's taken care of. Look, I, I made these good impressions. you you feel, you know, like you, again, accomplished. And yes, sometimes you realize, gosh, I I left a lot of unfinished business here. Um, And then when that's all over, they take you back to the other side. And of course, there is that dramatic moment where you are taken to a place where they play back your book of life. And you see scenes from your last life. But you don't see it like you remembered it. You see it objectively like it really happened you know sometimes we rationalize our actions but there you see all the motivations everything that was going on and they show you see you accomplished this 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 oops you left these things left undone and it kind of starts to prepare what might be your next incarnation after that then you do have it's true you do have the reunions with loved ones no love is ever lost If they're on the other side and they haven't reincarnated, it's joyful times. And believe it or not, even, you know, if you've taken care of a pet for 20 years, that that animal loves you. It's going to wait for you on the other side. And you'll get to have a reunion with that, too. And you do realize how important love is. It crosses the boundaries of of space and time. It's not a a platitude. It's a reality, you know. Um, And then the transition process at that point is done. And then you have a life on the other side. And, you know, people, there is a beautiful, rich life we have on the other side. There's people we interact with, there's activities we get engaged with. So there's a whole life there. Now, if our life was not cut prematurely short, um, then we will spend time on other side. You could spend 70, 80 years there, you know. Earth years. Uh, yeah, earthy, by earth years, exactly. Um, and during that time, you're having a life there. But here's a really beautiful thing. You know, a lot of people think the other side is just for the time when we die. And it's really not. We're getting help from the other side, like right this minute. The inspirations we're getting, the support we're getting, it's coming from those inner worlds. And let's say, you know, they start to tell you, well, in this next life, you know, you're going to be an artist or you're going to be a doctor or a painter, you know, whatever it is. You start doing some of the skill set on the other side to build up some of the power so that when you're coming here, you have more of a desire to do it and more of a skill to do it. So in some ways, you have been preparing for the life you're living right now before you even got here. You know, And you, it, it helps to understand a little bit, in addition to past lives, why do I have a a desire to go in this direction and why maybe do I have these natural talents that I have or why am I enjoying these successes? You know, success is earned. It doesn't just happen. We've earned it. We should never commiserate, oh, you got so lucky you were born rich or this, that, and the other. We earn these things and then it's how we build on that in, in the life so that the, the other side and this side are intimately connected to each other. And uh, through things like meditation and prayer, you really are connecting with that other side, and you're receiving from it. I mean, we think of all the great inventions, all the things that have truly benefited humanity. They, they came from the inner world. Those were inspirations. You know, uh, Handel, the great musician, when he wrote that famous Hallelujah Chorus, he said, I was in tears when I was writing it, because I literally felt like I was in heaven. And he was describing musically what he was experiencing. And of course that music is still uplifting us, what, four four hundred years later?
2: Well with Dimitri Moritis, his latest book with Barbara Martin is Heaven and Your Spiritual Evolution. You mentioned something about reincarnation.
3: Yes. Yes.
2: How soon does the soul reincarnate after they die?
3: Right. If if it was a tragic premature death you reincarnate very quickly. There were stories of children that were born sur- shortly after World War II crying in panic as children because it felt like they were still in things like the Nazi concentration camps. And people like that could have died prematurely, and they reincarnate very fast because they didn't have time to complete what was their life task. So the divine gives them the opportunity very quickly quickly to reincarnate and yes sometimes they're sort of bringing back some of the trauma of whatever it was from that life previously but if it was your time if you if you finish your karma then you 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 have to spend time on the other side to build up more power to enjoy the other side to assimilate the things you know all these experiences we've had here We'll have time when we get to the other side to assimilate, to reflect on it, to build on it, where our successes were, maybe where we could have done a little better. Again, it's like school. So if Earth is school, we have our our year at school, and then we we go home, and then we come back for another grade.
2: (laughs) Is there regret when you die?
3: If things were left undone. If things were mm-hmm. left undone, there's definitely regret. For example, there's a story that was told by a uh, a, uh, a teacher that there was this gentleman, and he was very kind of he had this sort of self righteous attitude that you know he I don't know if he was a minister, but kind of this very rigid you know religious type, and he said, "Oh, I'm going straight to God," and you know it was it was very so he gets to the other side, and it's not what he thinks it is. And when they take him back to Earth and he sees his wife in the backyard and he's realized, oh, my God, she's the most relaxed I've ever seen her. Oh, he realizes, wow. well, maybe I was a little too tough. You know, maybe I was a little too inflexible. So, yes, sometimes we see things when we're not in the heat of whatever we're doing in a clear light. And, you know, that regret is, is part of the learning, right? Because he's not going to do that in his next lifetime again. You know, So his soul is going to learn that lesson. And the good news is, you know, there's no sin past redemption. Yes, there are darker regions on the other side, but there's no eternal hell. We we'll always have this opportunity to come back into the light. So when we make mistakes, it's part of the learning process. What the divine shares with us is, look, you're going to make mistakes here in school, but we do sometimes see you make the same mistake 20, 30 times. That's so right. try to learn from that mistake. Don't just keep doing the same thing over and over again.
1: Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.